Not the best night for pitching. Let's step into the on-deck circle. You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and KC Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Casey Bubba, and it's you, and we're talking all things MLB DFS. And Bubba, uh, last night, obviously, the NFL kicked off, and if you haven't already listened, make sure you do, because the NFL version of this show was out yesterday. It'll be all over the place today, iTunes, iHeart, everywhere, Stitcher, Google, uh, anywhere you get your podcast, you can listen to the pre-snap show. But while I was watching football, it looks like everybody in Major League Baseball last night forgot how to pitch for the most part. And it was a wacky evening in the major leagues in the uh, in another sport. So, Bubba, it was a rough one out there on the mound for a lot of people yesterday. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty bad. That's uh, It's the opposite of the Larry David pretty, pretty good. It, it was bad. And, uh, you know, Dustin Magos one inning. You have Paddock go two innings. Alcantara's defense lets him down. Sonny Gray gets blown up. Just go down the list of things that could go wrong that went wrong. It was pretty uh, impressive across the diamond, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sonny Gray started off good, then kind of uh, went south there. Um, it just, you know, the whole thing. I mean, Dustin May, you know, it's, the good news is we steered you away from Dustin May, from Chris Paddock. Uh, so mm-hmm. that was good. Uh, but still, I mean, the rest of the slate, you know, kind of a, a continuous weird <laughs> You know, just like, you know, Major League Baseball, we all knew was going to be strange. Uh, but I guess, you know, we're getting to those weird dog days now where things are getting on, on the wackier side, I guess. Um, I guess it doesn't matter. End of the season's end of the season, I guess. <laughs> At this yeah. point. 60 game season, 162 game season. Nobody cares. They're just going to say it's September. Let's get crazy. Yeah, pretty much. And obviously, like like we told everybody yesterday, too, this weekend, pay close attention. There'll be a lot more people playing DFS that don't usually do it. They're going to see some baseball stuff. They're going to want to play that, too. Don't worry too much about that now. It's Friday, so we're very busy. We got a lot to do today in terms of getting to this slate. So we're just going to kind of, you know, we'll recap some of the, uh, you know, the the highlights of yesterday. We won't go through every game because there's a lot of other stuff to get to today for the slate. But I also want to remind everybody that we are going to be uh, releasing the wagering show today, too, for NFL. So if you are looking for some NFL discussion uh, and trying to get on that, uh, we are going to be there. Scott Bogdan and myself, again, that's the pre-snap show. So yesterday was the DFS show for NFL. Today's the wagering show. So keep an eye and an ear out for that link. Again, it's everywhere you get your podcast. It's where you listen to this podcast. So it should be very easy to do. Uh, Wilson Contreras went 4 for 4 yesterday. Uh, it, with two runs scored and the Cubs 8-5 win over the Reds. Uh, Jesse Winker, by the way, left yesterday's game with back tightness, so let's keep an eye on that. Just going to go through some news and notes here. So Gray allowed five runs in that same game there with the uh, with the Reds, six hits over three and a third. So Bubba, we were talking about him like having that extra time, getting right. Didn't look like he was getting right. No, he didn't. And at first he did because he threw a two or three just really good innings. You're like, okay, this looks like the Sunday Gray of old. He's getting strikeouts, you know, doing his thing. And then boom goes the dynamite. And it just went on downhill from there. And it's just like, yep, he's still having some issues somewhere. Maybe he's tipping pitches. I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, Madison Bumgarner gave up seven hits and walked two, but only allowed two runs, but uh, still got no decision there. His ERA is at 7.52, by the way, so how about that? Uh, <laughs> Mitch Moreland hit a two-run double uh, in that Pirates win that we were talking uh, – Padres win, excuse me, we were talking about earlier. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I, I want to see what he can do here with some playing time in the new spot. I know it's only – you know, he's in just like under 200 since being dealt, but give the guy a little bit of time. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, you're going from Boston to San Diego. It's so relaxing. He's just a little relaxed right now. Don't you think, Bubba? Yeah. And it kind of stinks. You know, you get this nice ocean front view probably. You can't go anywhere because California is locked down central. So he's <laughs> like, well, this kind of stinks. You know, I got, I, I, they're just like taunting me with things and I can't go anywhere. Yeah, well, you also have to check that off the bingo card for 2020 because you have the fires in California. Oh, we had a where I am in New Jersey, we had an earthquake this week. Uh, that is insane that you guys get earthquakes back there. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, like where my parents live, they had the earthquake. And I remember as a, as a teenager, we had it too. So that was on my bingo card earthquakes for 2020 in New Jersey. Um, Manny Machado in his 13th home run of the season and the win over the Giants on Thursday as well. Wilmer Flores also went yard. Uh, in that same game. So Wilmer Flores is continuing to be pretty productive there, Bubba. It's kind of amazing when you sit back and think about Wilmer Flores just continuing to chug along here and being a useful DFS guy. I don't know if it lasts like four years. Somehow he's been able to do that. <laughs> it's been it's been crazy. Like he's hitting righties, lefties. It doesn't matter. You can't just say he's in there as a platoon player. He's hitting over 300. The Giants, like if you get if for a season long, a two second angle here, they have a lot of viable options, which is just insane to think about right now. Dustin May was diagnosed, by the way, with a left foot contusion, leaving Thursday's start. Okay. So, um, yeah, so there, there you go. So it wasn't wasn't so much he was bad as so much as he got hit, and uh, that was the issue on that one. Alcantara uh, surrendered six runs, three earned. Uh, the defense was not his friend here in this one. Jake Arrieta somehow pitched five and two-thirds innings. Uh, once again, you know, like, that's the kind of night it was, folks. When Jake Arrieta throws five and two-thirds of good innings of baseball, that's what you have. Freddie Freeman in his ninth and tenth home runs of the year. Uh, on Thursday to help the Braves edge the Nats 7-6. The Nats continue to spiral. So there you have it. That was your uh, your day that was in Major League Baseball. But today's a new day. Yes, it is. So let's start after it. It is Friday. Let's have a fun Friday. And let's start with the 6 o'clock game here. Josh Tomlin against Eric Feedy. Uh, usual suspects here, obviously, in play. Let's talk about the FanDuel pricing first for these guys. Acuna's a 4-4. Freddie Freeman at 4-1. Uh, hitting in that two spot, Austin Riley's and uh, Adam Duvall at two seven and two eight respectively, and Albies could be in the nine spot today in the lineup at two point five again. So, um, how do you, would you consider going with Albies in the nine spot at two five, and then Acuna Freeman? I would absolutely love that. The wraparound stack doesn't get used enough. It's extreme value with Albies. Second game back had a, obviously a great game in the twenty nine run game the other day. So I think it's a really really good spot to go back to him at his value. While it's there, because we know for a fact, Joe, a couple more games of him hitting, he's going to be back up to his normal around 3K plus range, and you're not going to have this luxury anymore. So take advantage of that versus Fetty. Like you said, usual suspects in play on both sides of this diamond. And one thing I will mention for everybody, the main slates on both sides start at 8.05 today instead of 7.05. So these six Eastern games are FanDuel only. Yes. Uh, so there, there you have that. But yeah, like I said, it's just, it's very, uh, very bizarre here. So we'll start talking about DK when we get to the 8 o'clock games, which... The first one there, that's the Pirates and Royals, if I'm seeing this correctly. Correct, Bubba? Yes, that's 100% correct. All right. I love 100%. See, I can't get more correct than that. 100% correct. <laughs> Juan Soto at 4.6K uh, in this one on FanDuel. So, once again, if you like Juan Soto, you can always do that. The rest of the Nats right now, I don't know. I You, you can have them. It's just 
you know, Trey Turner's yeah, Trey, been good. Trey too. Turner, yeah. Yeah, it's Turner and Soto, and then the Nats just disappoint. And I, you know what? Yeah. I gotta say, it, that Strasburg injury it just crushed them. It just, I didn't think it was gonna crush them as hard as it did, but it really has. And the offense hasn't helped. And and you know what? They did not do enough to replace Anthony Rendon. They really should have been a little bit more aggressive there, and not necessarily at third base. I'm still all for letting Carter Keyboom play and and get his feet wet in the major leagues. But they had lots of other opportunities to replace the offense they left at first base. He could have gotten somebody else there instead of, you know, they've got a mishmash of, of veteran guys hanging on, and that's just not going to do it. Uh, you do have Jacob DeGrom on the mound tonight over on FanDuel at 637, 11.2K for him against Chase Anderson. This one's in Buffalo. Uh, do you mm-hmm. think any of the roster percentage is going to be suppressed tonight because of the um, because of the location of the game? And if so, does that make him even more appealing? I think he's very appealing in this game because essentially he's going to Coors East, which right. changes things quite a bit. So I think it's very appealing. We know DeGrom is basically consistently awesome or dominant or whatever words you want to use as there is. So I think it's a great spot. That the We love the Blue Jays' bats. We do a ton, but there's still a lot of swing and miss there, and DeGrom can take advantage of that. I, I wouldn't play him in cash just for the volatility that is Coors East, but GPP definitely low ownership play. You also have uh, McNeil still at 2.8 in this lineup. J.D. Davis in the th- in a three-hole at 2.6. So, uh, And they're taking on a righty tonight, too. So, of course, you got Conforto at 3.2, Dom Smith at 3.4. There's some pretty good plays in here. Um, yeah, I, I think the Mets in in this ballpark here with DeGrom is actually an interesting tournament play, which is funny because we never say tournament and DeGrom usually in the same sentence mm-hmm. because of his price. And the price is still very high, but it's about – today it's like you're getting a high-end guy – with a low ownership percentage because of the location, I think people will get scared off. And I'd rather I'm gonna look if you're gonna go down with the ship, Degrom's the one to go down with. I mean, that's doesn't get much better than that. You look at the ERA; it's under two. I mean, the guy's just phenomenal. And of course, he's got like two wins on the season, right? Like, how many wins does he have? Three. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, they can't score any runs for this guy. So hopefully, that'll change here for the Blue Jays uh, for against the Blue Jays tonight. By the way, also Bo Bichette starting to work his way back too. So yeah. keep an eye out for that. I don't know if he's going to come back this weekend, but that seems to be working its way back. So whenever he gets back in that lineup, you get him back in yours. Uh, Andrew Triggs in the Red Sox will take on Blake Snell in the Rays. Are you fading all the Red Sox bats today in this one against Blake Snell, or are you going to take some shots with some of those righties like J.D. and Xander? I'll probably just fade. Uh, Snell hasn't been as dominant, but he's been good. There's other places I'd rather take my chances tonight than gamble against a, a very good arm like Blake Snell. Brandon Lau's prices dropped down to 3-3. Austin Meadows at 2-8. So those are two guys at the top of this order. I think can go in for Garrett Cole. Um, will be starting today, but that's not going to be on the slate because they got bumped from yesterday. Is that what I'm seeing here? That's Yeah, they had a rain out, so there's a doubleheader today. It was the so rain out yesterday, on the right. Slate. Yep. But you can't play him so because it was nope. yesterday. So <laughs> uh, very tricky. And, you know, it's funny because <laughs> yesterday we liked Cole so much going into the game. And that was the tricky part. So we like Cole because, it was, oh, you know, he hasn't been great. It's a great matchup. Let's go in. Let's do this. And we didn't even get to do that yesterday. We could have really used it yesterday on the slate as yes. well. And it's the thing. I'm looking back yes. at yesterday. I'm thinking to myself, what else? And I was caught up in NFL yesterday. I'll be honest with you, folks. I'll be very transparent. It's NFL opening day. There's a lot of stuff going on for NFL right now. But I'm thinking to myself, wait, wasn't there another pitcher we really liked on the slate? No, yeah, it's Gary Cole. Here it is. <laughs> That's right, because things got rained out. I should know better. I live here in the East Coast, and we had a lot of rain <laughs> uh, and earthquakes too, Bubba. By the way, did you hear about the earthquakes? Oh man, uh, 
Goodness that is gracious. insane. Earthquakes. Goodness gracious. All right. Steven Brault. Yeah, but it's like a 3.1, and that's just like a Tuesday. Yeah, that doesn't like count that. out here. That's that we don't even feel that out here, Joe. Uh, I don't know how you folks live like that. I really don't. You're nuts. <laughs> what are you doing out there? <laughs> Fires and earthquakes, 2020. Like people in Florida with the hurricanes and the things and the humidity. I'm like, what what are, what are you doing? Why do you why do you choose <laughs> to live like this? It's terrible. <laughs> or like Bogman Welsh in Arizona where it's 147 degrees. What, what are you doing? The dry heat, yeah. dry heat. What are you, crazy? Dry heat. 112 <laughs> is 112. Anyway. Uh, it's it's 78 on. inside their apartment. It's okay. I guess seven, 78? That's, that's odd. <laughs> <laughs> it's 71 degrees in my house at the most. If I, you know, all right. Uh, let's move on here to the 8 o'clock games, and the DK can come and hang out with us. So Stephen Brault, <laughs> 6K. Against Bubby. <laughs> Bubby's on the mount tonight, Chris Bubick. Uh six six for him. Steven Brault is six gay. So do you look at some of these bats tonight, considering that neither of these two pitchers is too exciting? And are you gonna load up on the right handers you have in here? You got some value at the top with Gonzalez and Merrifield in these two lineups. Uh we know Reynolds hasn't been good all year, so I don't want to go down that road. But guy like Hunter Dozier in play today, even though he's he's three eight on DK, but on FanDuel, he's just three point two. Yeah, I like Dozier. I really like Merrifield. He's 4,500 on DK, 33 on uh, Fandle are very, very nice. You got your boy Mikel Franco. He's only 35 on DK, 29 on Fandle is very, very nice as well. But on the pirate side of things, Cabrian Hayes is 3K on DK, 27 on Fandle. He brings great value in tonight's slate. He's been hitting since he got called up a week ago. And he's a guy, if you're looking for savings, I like quite a bit tonight. All right, we've got Mike Fires taking on Luis Garcia of the Texas Rangers. So A's and Rangers on this one. This one's in Texas at 805. Um, Tommy Lestella at the uh, top of the order for the A's. How about that? How about that? What do you think of that, Bubba? Yeah, it's been pretty wild seeing him up there uh, playing every day, and he's priced up like he's a an all-star again. But the A's offense, like we said yesterday, and you nailed it. You play Olsen for the home run. Other than that, they've been really inconsistent. It's a great matchup versus Luis Garcia, though. If you want to attack it, I don't hate it. They've just been so bad that it's been tough to go full stack with them. Yeah, it's it's a shame because they were really good to start the year. They were tremendous almost the entire season last year. Uh, I'm still kind of in mourning for Marcus Simeon's 2020 because, you know, I, I didn't think he was going to be the same player was last year, but I thought he was going to be, you know, he's 85% of it and he hasn't been. So that's been a huge bummer. And I'm with you, man. This game is not very appealing to me from the offensive side. I, I would go with the one off on Olsen at 3-3 on FanDuel. That's a good price for him. Ramon Laureano with 3-1, also maybe even better, maybe a higher floor if you want to get in on a player like that. If you're looking for another outfielder, that's a good return on investment for a player like that. Um, we've got another big pitcher on the mound tonight, Shane Bieber at 11-6. So uh, he's going against the Twins. Not the easiest matchup for sure. So we have DeGrom in Buffalo, and we have Bieber against Minnesota in Minnesota. Which one are you going for? Because one is $500 cheaper than the other, that being DeGrom. Both have some questions in there. One's facing a really good offense. The other is facing a, a, a good offense, but an offense in a good hitter-friendly environment. I'm leaning towards the Grom personally tonight. Take a little bit out of the equation. Bieber deserves all the credit in the world, but do you feel like Bieber is the cash game easy play despite the matchup against the Twins? I mean, he certainly earned that respect, in, in my opinion. He's uh, pitched great against them twice already this year. He's pitched great against pretty much everybody. I still would only use him in a GPP. There's a better cash game play coming up here in a bit. But um, I, I would use Bieber in GPPs. Honestly, I'd use Kenta Maeda in cash in this game for uh, $2,100 less before I'd use Bieber in cash. 
Yeah, it's a, a huge difference. And, and Maeda has been pretty good. He's been a quality start guy mm-hmm. at 10.2 on DK. I don't like it. But at 9.5 on FanDuel, I think it's a much better play. Uh, it's a little a little tough tonight to make that work on DK. The Bieber price, by the way, on DK, since we're talking about it, is 11K, which is funny because you're actually uh, $600 cheaper <laughs> on DraftKings. So it's a little bit more tempting there. Uh, you also got Lucas Giolito on the mound tonight at 10.8 against the Detroit Tigers. We're starting to come back down to earth after a very good run. Daz Cameron did come up. He's priced at just 2.1K in this lineup against Giolito. Casey Mize is on the mound on the other side. Mize will probably be limited. He is 6.1K tonight over on FanDuel, 5.7 on DK, which is super cheap. Now, look, the guy's got some talent. He's, the kid definitely has some strikeout upside. But at the same time, this is a really tough out on the road against the White Sox. So I'm going to take a hard pass on Casey Mize. But I think Giolito is, again, another one of these guys. It's a little bit cheaper than the top group if you want to get different, who should absolutely be in play today. What are your thoughts on Giolito and the White Sox? Yeah, Giolito is the cash guy. I want $700 cheaper than uh, Bieber on FanDuel. And on DK, he's about $700 or $500 cheaper on on DK. So I like Giolito a lot more in cash just for the savings, for the much better matchup, pitching at home. Everything you want to check off the cash game pitcher list, that is what Lucas Giolito is tonight. So I'm definitely going him. And Casey Mize, I'll, I'll pass on him this evening. Now, the the lineup for the White Sox is very right-handed heavy. Um, are you going to go into the lineup as well against Casey Mize and, or you know, just hoping you get to the bullpen sooner, or are you just going to go Giolito by himself? More often than not, I'll go Giolito by himself. But I like the White Sox as a way to go outside of Coors. Coors, we're going to get there, and I'm very, I have some very strong thoughts on that game tonight. But um, the White Sox are pricey. It's a great pivot because Mize won't go too deep into the game, and you will get that Detroit bullpen. John Lester against Brandon Woodruff in Milwaukee. Uh, Jed Jerko has been hot here. 2.7 for him. Kesson here is at 3.7. That's the FanDuel pricing. Ian Happ is still just 3.3. Been a, you know, hit a little bit of a, a rougher patch recently. Jason Hayward, 2.7. And Javier Baez in the middle of this order at 3K is always a good value. Look, Woodruff has had some great starts and some not-so-great starts. He's 8.5 on DK tonight, 7.6 on FanDuel. That is a huge savings. Is Woodruff the guy you take a chance on tonight in order to get involved in course? He can be. I, I won't say he won't be. He's definitely on the table. It's one of the options I don't mind, especially in the GPP, because he's got that upside. The Cubs bats have been cold. For those just looking at the stats, though, the last few games, the weather's been very pitching beneficial in Wrigley. So I wouldn't get too worried there. But on the bat side of things, well, this low one's in Lester. Milwaukee, yeah. and the wind's blowing yes. in tonight in Milwaukee. So and they, they might close the roof, too. So we'll see on that one. So that's one thing to look at there in Milwaukee. But uh, hitters-wise, I think Milwaukee is an interesting pivot if you want to keep fading Lester with Hira, Jericho, and Avisil Garcia. Very, very affordable threesome there. You know, I know the next one on the slate is the Reds and Cardinals, but let's just jump to cores just because we're in it right now in our heads. Armand Marquez is 7.1 against Griffin Canning at 6. So the Angels are going to come into Coors Field here. Um, Marquez is 7.4 on DK. Do you put Marquez in play? in course tonight no. is that what you're doing okay you're you're going away from that is this just to be able to go up to uh, mike trout is 5k by the way on fanduel you don't see a lot of fives mm-hmm. <laughs> when you get to fanduel pricing very often you know once in a while the harper will get there trout will get there you get you know tatis caught there at one point uh but right now trout in course is going to cost you 5k in order to do that and of course you know the regular story is the same trevor stories four four blackman four three no one out you know, four two. So you're you're in the normal pricing here. So what's the approach to this game in cores before we get to the DK prices? Um, I'm going to attack Griffin Canning. At least on Fandle, the pricing's more realistic overall. 
We'll get to DK Price in a minute, like you said. But on Fanduel, Jared Walsh is twenty five hundred bucks starting first baseman for the Angels, hitting extremely well since getting called up homeward in back to back games. He's a value, so you'll get some Angels value against Marquez, whose ERA is over seven at home this year compared to two eight on the road. So you can attack that. And then the Rockies are very very live against a very bad Griffin Canyon. David Dahl is just two point eight over on DK, but the rest of these yeah. guys. Stories five eight, Blackman's five eight, Arenado's five six. It's it's a tough one, man. It's very tough. All the outfielders in Colorado are very affordable, though. Outside of Blackman, true. They're Kevin all below like thirty seven hundred and below. Give or yeah, take. Tapia's three seven. So is that is that the approach on DKs? Go with the cheaper outfielders there, and then you can go with the big boys over on Fanduel. It's either that or on DK, you could go get your story and Blackman if you want, and then go with the outside of Trout. Upton's twenty nine hundred bucks. He's hitting phenomenal over the last week. I mentioned Walsh is 25. There's a ton of uh, – like, Rendon's only 49, which is actually cheap for Coors. The, the Angels are very affordable on DraftKings for Coors Field. All right, let's go to the Reds over here. Luis Castillo is at 9.1K over on FanDuel on DK. Luis Castillo is 9.8. I, I'm kind of annoyed at the Reds right now, and with Winker banged up, I'm just going to sit this one out for the Reds. I'm not doing it. I would not get involved here with this one. Personally, it just does not seem like a good idea. They've been very inconsistent. Um, who is on the mound for the Cardinals? Is it still TBA, or do we actually have a guy here today? The one, the only, Adam Wainwright takes the bump tonight. Oh, okay, even more of a reason to fade them then. Okay, so yes. if Wainwright's going to be the guy in this game, then I'm going to – I'll sit this one out. Um, Goldschmidt is at 5-6 over on DK, but on FanDuel, he's just 3-6. So there's your price variance of the day to take note of. Um, it could be a good matchup. You know, Castillo is – a good pitcher, but hasn't necessarily had the season I think we're all hoping for. Any other uh, things to contribute on this one before we move on to the last two games on the slate? I'll just say Wainwright at 8800 bucks on DraftKings could be an SP2 in cash if you want because his floor has been very stable this season. I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's a – you know what? And the and the roster percentage will be low yep. because people will see Castillo and they'll get a little afraid of But, you know, Castillo has not been as good as he was last year. Nope, so I wouldn't worry Wainwright about at home. Right, exactly. Uh, all right, here we go. San Diego Padres, Garrett Richards at home, 7.4 against Johnny Cueto at 8K. That's the FanDuel pricing on DK. You got 7.5 for Garrett Richards, 8K for Johnny Cueto. I- I'm going to sound like a broken record, but here we go. On DK, Brandon Belt, 3.3. Sure, why not? Why wouldn't you want to do that? The guy just keeps hitting. Uh, you got to pay up for your Stremski at 5.5, which you're not going to do tonight with cores in play. But you've still got Brandon Belt in the middle of that order, very cheap. And of course, on FanDuel, you can have everybody: Donovan Solano, two nine; Dickerson, two nine; uh, Flores, three point one; Belt, three point one; Longoria, two point eight. I mean, it just—these it, guys until they stop. I'm just going to keep doing this. Yeah, I don't blame you. Garrett Richards is not a great pitcher. He's, He's not. He had flash in the pans, so I think it's another great low-priced leverage late-night Giants action again. All right, and this last one I would love to get involved in, but I'm just kind of uh, – there's nothing appealing to me. Here's the thing. It's like yep. the, the Mariners and the Diamondbacks, right? Caleb Smith and Yusei Kikuchi. Now, I don't know if they're going to get Caleb Smith right in this first start or not. Like, I, I don't I don't pretend to know that, nor do I want to put my money there, Bubba. I'm sure you don't either, correct? Yeah, no, I'll be passing on Caleb Smith tonight. Okay, so we're both passing there. But the rest of this, like, I don't, I mean, do you want to do the one-off on Kyle Lewis at 3-5? seems a little expensive to me <laughs> to, to, to figure yeah. this out. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, Escobar, I do not have any faith in. Uh, I'm just, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I'm looking at the names in these lineups, the the Wyatt Mathesons and the Josh Roasses <laughs> and the, you know, Evan Whites and this. I'm sorry. Like, 
you know, I, I would love to attack this game. There's nothing more I'd like than to attack this game and get a lot of offense out of it with these two pitchers on the mound, but I just don't see it happening. It's tough. Like, I'll say a couple things. Kikuchi at 62 on DK can be your punt pitcher. I don't hate that because the D-backs are that bad versus left-handed pitching. So that's an option if you want, but it's it's dicey. I'm not going to act like it's a sure thing. And on DK, it's a little more affordable with, like, Dylan Moore as a value and a couple other guys, Ty France as a value. But, yeah, it's it's tough to want to go all in on this game with Coors and a couple other spots we already hit on tonight where if this was, like, a six-game slate, we'd probably be all in. Yeah, it's tough. So on – so what would you do in a single pitcher scenario? Because it is tough to work in the bats you want on the FanDuel side and the single pitcher and get a good pitcher tonight. So is this a night where you fade the core's game in favor of the pitching? Or is it Brandon Woodruff or somebody like that? Or, you know, is there another pitcher, you know, to, to put in that mix in order to get those big bats and cores like Rendon and Trout and the obviously guys on the Rockies? I would go Giolito. And then there's a couple, um, either or Maeda, who's affordable, actually. You can go those two routes and then just take a couple values. Like the, I'm going to keep harping on him, and if it doesn't work, so be it. But $2,500 for Jared Walsh, who's hitting like fourth or fifth in Coors Field, that'll open up a lot for you out the gate. There's a couple other values we've mentioned as well. If you don't want the big priced arms, I'd go Adam Wainwright. That'd be my guy. All right. So it's that time, boys and girls. It's time. To win some free stuff, Bubba and I are going to call our shot, and you can get involved too. Go follow us over at LineStar app over on Twitter, and you can win some free stuff. So give us your home run call, retweet this segment, and if you get it right, you get to win some swag. So Bubba, who's leaving the yard tonight for you? Who is going to hit a home run? Who is going to hit a home run? It's like hard not to go to Coors Field with these guys on the mound. So give me Trevor Story. Trevor Story. There you have it. That's a good one. Trevor story is always a good one. I'm going to go, oh, let's go to Buffalo. Let's go to the other cores. How about that? Let's do that, and let's go have some fun here. I know you got one yesterday with Michael Conforto. Let's go with Pete Alonzo going yard tonight, the big boy going yard in Buffalo. So there you have it. Those are our two home run calls. Go to Line Star app. Follow us at Line Star app over on Twitter and Line Star app MLB, and go get that Line Star app while you're at it and upgrade to the premium product. That way you can get ready with the greatest tool site in DFS history, and you can start playing NFL, MLB, DFS, and a whole lot more. So that'll do it for us. I want to remind everybody, the wagering show comes out today. The DFS NFL show came out yesterday. All the tweets will be going out there. Follow me at Joe Pizapia to get them all, to get all those links so you know where to find the show. But look, we're here. We got baseball. We got football. It's going to be a great weekend. Enjoy it. It's also September 11th, so take a moment to be grateful for what you have. I am the son of a 9-11 survivor, and my dad, 19 years later, is still kicking around somehow. He is a tough old sod. Let me tell you that, guy. So uh, I am very happy and very lucky, and I'm aware of that, and we're all lucky, too, to live in the country we do. And let's remember those times on September 12th when we were all very much together, and I think that's a good thing to remember. So remember the 12th and the 11th, and enjoy this weekend of sports and family and fun and for all of you parents out there working with your children virtually homeschooling, I feel you have a second drink on me. Okay, so that'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. There's nothing left to do now except step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and KC Bubba.